another episode of even more about nothing uh glad to have you guys joining us if this is your first time listening to the podcast this is a show where we talk about absolutely nothing and everything at the same time and is the most exciting time of the year because e3 is right around the corner we're still like a little over a week out from it um which we'll be talking a little bit about e3 stuff i know we usually do a post uh, pre and post e3 show which will probably be next week a week after but there's, there's some exciting stuff happening. Uh, so, obviously, I haven't introduced myself. My name is Matt. Glad to have you guys on board. And we have three of the four amigos here. What's going on, guys? What's up? It's your boy, Timmy Tunga. You know what to do. Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. And Rafiki. It's a bit of a rough morning. All backers. Minor details. Yeah. Sounds sounds a bit like a personal problem. It is. But anyways, uh, those of you that have been with us for a minute, you know that we're going to jump straight into the rundown. Not the rundown. Our weekend review. Just uh, letting you know how are things progressing, what's going on. Not that you guys need to know, but maybe you want to know. So Rafiki, let's start with you. Uh, Week hasn't been too bad. Uh... Friend of ours got married this uh, this last week or weekend, um, and just work, just work, 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 work. That's it. Yeah, probably the same for me. Just just working, nonstop. So no one had an exciting week. No, not really. Well, I'm glad, even though none of us had an exciting week, it was still an exciting week because, as we mentioned last week, there are several albums that dropped, and what ensued next was pretty crazy. Unfortunately, we don't have Pink Polo Mookie with us to uh, provide his colorful commentary, as always, but beef between Pusha T and Drake. That's getting out of hand. Which which hasn't happened since what? Because it first started, like, what, 2008? 2009, when Drake first came on the scene? When he really came on the scene. I mean, he's kind of been hovering for a while, but yeah. It wasn't until then. That was when he dropped his first album, right? Yeah, that was like his first studio like, album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and all I remember was on Friday, Pusha T's album dropped. Drake may or may not have released a diss track back. And then all of a sudden, everyone's blowing up about Drake having a son. <laughs> like, this, this came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, everyone's just like, wait, what? <laughs> and obviously, all the craziness that falls. Like, Drake had to, like, he had to screenshot a statement and put it on Instagram. Is that the true sign that someone has won beef when the other person has to screenshot a statement and put it on social media? I didn't even see the statement. No, I didn't either. I just saw, like, snippets of it. Okay. Well, either way. I don't know. Uh, however, I don't think Drake needs to go into this beef. Otherwise, he's already been manhandled, and it hasn't really gotten started. See, but the wild thing is people are wondering, like, 
Maybe this is all just a ruse to promote his album. There's that too. I mean, people have done wilder things before. Uh, but this ain't no Meek Mill situation, though, you know, so. I mean, it's not. For goodness sake, they didn't have blackface Drake whenever Meek was beefing with him. I just want to know who Pusha had to talk to to get that. Um, How did he even find out, like, this supposed information about his child? Like, he must have been hired some CIA guys. <laughs> he must have. But, aside from that, and also, Drake apparently went vegetarian, so he's avoiding all sorts of beef. <laughs> all because of this. But, oh, in other news, Kanye dropped an album... As he said he would on June 1st. Have you guys listened to it at all? Yeah, actually, I've listened to, I think, all but, like, one or two tracks. So, in my opinion, I like, I've listened to it. Timmy Tucker probably hasn't listened to it because he doesn't really listen to Kanye like that uh, or general hip-hop. But I thought it was pretty good. Like, I know a lot of people, like, it's weird because three weeks ago people were calling for Kanye's head. He released an album all of a sudden. People were like, yo, like, I can rock with this. I, I can let Kanye back into my life again. However, there were a couple songs on there that I was just like, huh? Wait, wait, what? And like, obviously, it's Kanye, and Kanye's done some controversial things, but um, what song was it? Was I thought about Killing You. Yeah. I was just like, uh, this is weird. Because wasn't he really talking about himself? He was, part of it he was talking about himself, but then all, part of it I think he was actually talking about someone else. But then again, it almost sounded like that someone else was him. Yeah. Kanye speaks in all three persons <laughs> format. <laughs> I don't, I don't. But, and what's wild is that's not even like the craziest thing that happened in their family this week. Because Kim came out with 45 to talk about prison reform. Well, the, you know, I'm not going to go there, <laughs> but the fact that both of those things happen in a week is crazy to me. And someone one day is going to learn about that in a history book. <laughs> the greatest thing Kim K has ever done for America. <laughs> <laughs> one of the few memorable things she's done for America. Um... As we're moving, also the NBA Finals kicked off, and honestly, what a way for it to start. Yo, the JR challenges are starting to come out the woodworks. It's it's ridiculous. I didn't think it would turn into a challenge, uh, but it is, and it's absolutely hilarious. For those of you that don't watch basketball or don't know what the heck we're talking about, game one of the Fast and Furious franchise of the NBA, Golden State versus Cavaliers, kicked off on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And game one was in Oracle Arena, Oracle Center, yeah. whatever they call it. And first of all, LeBron James went off, 51 points. You would think they would win. But in the very last second, like five, less than five seconds left, they're down by two. No, they're down no. by one. Free throw gets made. Yeah, George Hill goes to the line. Has two free throws, so he can even it up. And then 
potentially win it for them because then once it goes back into play, again, there's five seconds le- less than five seconds left for Golden State to chuck up a shot to try and win it. So George Hill makes the first one, misses the second one. JR grabs the rebound. Normal people would just put it back up. <laughs> he runs, he takes it back outside the three line. And Le- you see LeBron yelling at him. <laughs> he passes it down the key for someone to chug it up, not to get it off in time before uh, the quarter ended and they went to OT. And then the Warriors do what the Warriors do and stomped on them. If, if the Cavaliers lose this series, it's kind of funny to look back and say, that was the four seconds they lost it. Thank you, JR. Yeah, even before that, because there was a lot of, first of all, within the last two minutes, there's a lot of of crazy stuff that happened. And then Tristan Thompson gets ejected. (laughs) And then JR happens. Uh, I absolutely love what uh, Skip Bayless said on Twitter. Not a lot of people like Skip Bayless for a lot of reasons. But he said this will be known as the JR game. (laughs) Jordan had the flu game. LeBron had the JR game. <laughs> but anyways, I know you guys don't care about basketball. You're here to talk about nothing. Um, other than that, a lot of crazy stuff did happen this week, so we're just going to go ahead and uh, get right into it. Um, first up on the docket, FX is ordering a comedy show starring your boy Lil Dicky. And it's also supposed to have Kevin Hart into it. And you know who's producing it? Who? Scooter Braun. Really? Yep. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's there. I think it's supposed to be just like a, uh, like thirty minute episodic series that they're doing. Like, and obviously it's supposed to be a comedy. Like, not too much has been announced from other than that. Like, I remember seeing it on Kevin Hart's Instagram, which is crazy. Does FX even really have a ton of comedies? Like, I know they have some... To be honest, I was surprised FX was doing this considering how many shows Fox in general axed recently. True. There's that. But also at the same time, I think with the deal being put on hold by Disney, or the the Disney deal being put on hold, I think... I don't know. Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So the question is: is who's really you know pulling the strings, or who's who's wanting this to happen? Yeah. Well, and obviously with uh, little little Dicky seems to uh, continually rise into like mainstream like conversations because obviously first he was just uh, a rapper entertainer. He he's known for the save that money music video, essentially doing like trying to do a low-budget music video just, like, using other people's, like, spaces and events and, like, planning and stuff like that. And then we also have, like, the Freaky Friday music video. But even before that, he was having his own little thing with the Ball family, and now there's this. He's in his own comedy show. Um, So do you think Lil Dicky can be one of those people that's just going to be able to be an entertainer in all facets of the word? I think he has the persona for it because you look at his music videos, you can see his vision and you can see what he wants to accomplish. And even with the Save That Money and Freaky Friday videos alone, um, obviously there was that comedic aspect that went to those and it was executed well. 
actually really, really well to a point like you it's like it's almost that feeling of you can't w- listen to that song with uh, Freaky Friday without watching the video because you it's like you have to I mean part. I mean you I can mean, you can the you radio can. does that it helps you with that <laughs> yeah I mean you can but that idea of like oh this video was really really cool and it partnered with the song really well I want to go watch the video again so I, I think he can. I think he can do it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so the co- this comedy series, so like we said, it's going to be 30-minute episodic comedy series. Um, it's actually supposed to be based off of a true story um, inspired by the life of a guy named Dave Bird, rapper and comedian. <laughs> so we'll see what goes on with that. Uh, and while we'll be revolving around a little dicky, uh, Kevin Hart will be, like, behind the scenes, more of, like, an executive producer type of role. So you already know there's, like, a lot of comedic minds going into this and production prowess. So we can expect big things from it. But then again, it's also Fox, so we can (laughs) expect a mediocre or a flop. So it can really go either way. But that's besides the point. As we're keeping it moving, um, one of the big talks of the past couple of weeks obviously has been infinity war because some people just can't seem to wrap their mind around what happened actually happening but people are calling this justice like a dc's response to that there's a, a mini series that dc put out called justice league no justice which is kind of like their superhero mashup and the way they described it is like there's a team up and everything that could go wrong does go wrong. Hmm. And I think it was just released over like the past week or two. And a lot of people, even though like we had a Justice League movie back in the fall that didn't really do well, stacked up against Infinity War, uh, a lot of people seem to be pleased with what uh, No Justice has brought to the table. Look, uh, comic, their comics generally do pretty well for the most part. Um, they found ways to revamp their sales, and mm, I haven't bought comics in such a while, in a good while. We haven't really talked about comics on here in a while. In a, in a good while, um, and part of it is comics requires money. So you know to no, I mean I could go yeah. online and you know. Well, find I mean some I, 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 I was and, yeah, but. No, there's something there's something fun about actually reading them. But I like the sound of that. Is it? No, never mind. Free comic book days already passed. That was like back in May. The first weekend in May. First yeah. Saturday of May. Dang. Um, but yeah, if any of you have ever have read uh, the No Justice miniseries, go ahead and let us know what you think. Do you think it was um, an adequate response, if you think it was that, uh, to the rave that is... Um, Avengers Infinity War. Go ahead and tweet it at us at Eman Podcast. What you could say is maybe not quite entirely a response. However, this could be quote unquote similar to um, Crisis on Infinite Earths because that was you know, and that's when we lost Barry Allen for like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, hey. Speaking so. of which. Um, we didn't really get a chance to kind of uh, divulge into a lot of the CW 
DCCW Universe season finales, mostly because we only most of us only watched two of them. Yeah, I still haven't finished two uh, two more of the five. Yeah, like I haven't finished Legends, and I haven't finished Black Lightning. Same. I really don't care for Supergirl. Same. Who really does? I mean, Tim watches it just to watch it. Out of loyalty. Because he, he's kind of like committed at this point. Yeah, it's three seasons in. It's like, I might as well finish. Like, <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's like a school semester. <laughs> you don't you know really, you're failing, but you know you, you, should, you have to be there. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things you brought up, like with Christ on Infinite Earth, um, a lot of the past, because they're going into season five of Flash now. Uh-huh. Oh, the past four seasons, so much has happened and so many retro fixes or future fixes that have happened, we would think it would... The one thing that's remained constant is that Barry does go missing at some point. And that has never changed, you're right. And the thing that is crazy about that is because... Uh, spoilers for anyone that has not actually finished these shows, even though they've been over for like two weeks. Um, the one thing that's crazy is... So at the end of The Flash... Uh, Barry and Iris' daughter, Dawn, shows up. Now, if I'm correct, Dawn is one of the twins, right? But they named her Nora. Did she say Nora or did she say she Dawn? She said Nora. Okay. I'm tripping. In the comics, it's Dawn, right? Yeah, so the, the twins, Dawn and Dawn. It's a little stupid. Yeah. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so whether they're choosing to go that route and she's like... Uh, and she happens to like name drop is just like, is like yeah, uh, my brother's doing all right too. And they're just like, wait, you have a brother kind of thing. They might do that, they may not. But Nora, who I may still refer to as Dawn, uh, helps Barry ultimately destroy the satellite that Devoe is crashing down. Brought crashing down to the earth. And then she shows up. So they've been teasing her this entire time. Uh, throughout the season, then she shows up at, after Cecile had the baby, and it's like, yeah, we need to talk. She's like, yeah, I messed up. And you know what's crazy is they really have been foreshadowing this this entire time. Which kudos to uh, the writers because they really haven't done that in the previous three seasons of Flash. It's always just been let's get through this and then we'll talk about what happens next. This time they really were playing ahead because you remember when Barry came out the Speed Force and he says Nora's not supposed to be here. Like, when he was... That's right. So, from the get-go, they've been setting this up. So, I really do appreciate about the writers, but... um, Yeah, we're thinking two seasons ahead this time. Yeah. But Nora comes back, and she's coming back from a time... I think, if I remember correctly, they're they're all relating it around the newspaper article, because that's 2024, Mm -hmm. right? She's coming from 46... Because, because right around there. the recording of Future Barry Season 3 is 50, 52. Is it, it's, I think, fi- it's in the 50s. It's, I think it is 52. I think 52. It, it's either 52 or 56, one of the two. And as of right now, she hasn't really said anything in regards to what may or may not have happened to Barry around 2024. Whether she was, she probably wasn't around, maybe she was around at that time, super young. Whether they bring that up. It's just all interesting how this is all going to come into play. Because we, I, with today's TV age, not a lot of shows are going for 
seven, eight, nine, ten seasons. So whether they will eventually prelude to that, whether it's another time travel type thing. Until, so like, we're at the point now, at least with Flash. Flash is still a strong enough show that they have the capability of going that long. The one that's probably going to fall off now that maybe they might want to start hinting at the end is Arrow. Their ratings supposedly had started dipping and then they got renewed for a seventh season, but there's also talk because their ratings dipped in the sixth season that seven could possibly be their last. However, that back half was amazing. Oh, that was ridiculous. That back half was amazing. So I I don't... Do you think it'll actually... Do you think it will get canceled now that with, with the, that kind of back half that they had? I will say the finale was kind of weak, though. Like, and I, when I say weak, I mean it's not as impactful as some of the other ones have been. I because like they should have had one more episode. Yeah. I probably would have been comfortable if there was one more episode... Uh, to bring that resolution and they have the time for the cliffhanger at the end of like what what's going to happen next. Hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's fair. It, still, but I think they recognize how good of a character Diaz was that you can't or you don't want to get rid of him quite yet. Mm-hmm. Unlike a lot of other people cuz yeah, a- a- yeah. Adrian Chase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adrian Chase was a kid. Adrian He's a kid. In my opinion, one of the, like one of the best one. Like he's in the upper echelon of like okay. Villains of the so CW. then like, I honestly. Have, so in terms of like season and villain and how everything was executed, what what was better, season two or season five? Rafiki and I had this conversation not so long ago. I'm like I do have to go back and watch season two since it's been so long, but I think season five. As how everything good went. as that was. So like, and I'm gonna throw the I'm gonna throw season six into that mix because of the back half was just so good to me. Now, that's what makes it hard. Like the back half, like it's crazy that like seven episodes can, in my opinion, can compare so well to season five and season two. Um, so that get I think that gives a strong candidacy, but between. If we're picking between what you said, that slight edge will go to five. Slight. Not by much. I mean, Deathstroke was dope, but, you know. Um, and then I still need to figure out, like, how six is going to fit into that. So, all right. You? Um, I fell off in season five just because for a lot of reasons. And there just wasn't really any draw for it to keep my attention especially within the middle portion of that Mm. um so i'd really have to just talk it up to season two fair that's fair but anyway let us know what you guys thought of the dccw finales um how do you think nora showing up especially coming from a later time after barry's crisis where he goes missing how does that come into play or or if you want to let us know which Arrow, season, and villain you liked best, you don't have to stick to two and five or six. Let us know. Maybe you're the rare person that liked season three or like season four. <laughs> season, season three, three had so started. much play. Started off great. Up to the mid-season, man. It was incredible. But and that is like, how, how did Oliver survive willpower? 
that mid season. But I could have like. I will say this: kudos to the show writers for like, even though we know it's not gonna happen, kudos for trying to kill off your main character. That doesn't happen very often, you know. Like we gotta protect him; he can't really survive unless you're Game of Thrones and you really don't have a main character. Or you, pull, <laughs> or you pull a Flash, and for two consecutive seasons, your boy just leaves, <laughs> and they have to bring him back. <laughs> but anyways, uh, let us know what you think. Tweet at us again at email podcast. Um, also sticking with the DC theme. Wonder Woman 2. So a lot of people speculated because Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, took place during, was that World War II? Or was that 1? I think it was 1. 1. World War 1. They wondered if it would then, 2 would jump to be more... uh, Present day. Present day. Answer is no. It's going to be set in 1984. By the way, I hated that book. The book in 1984 mm. was terrible. Wait, you're talking you're talking about George Orwell? Yeah, the George Orwell book. Oh, oh. Okay. Which yeah. was titled 1984. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering, I was like, wait, is that an actual Wonder Woman comic strip? Then I realized you weren't talking about Wonder Woman at all. <laughs> I don't know if I like that, because like that... It's not about like jumping back and forth. I mean, which isn't a bad thing, but... there It would be nice to see like present day Wonder Woman. I feel like for what... Unless they have a bigger plan... Which I hope like I, I hope they do. <laughs> it, I think with where they built up Wonder Woman, the first one was fantastic. I think that's enough of a backstory to go ahead and progress her storyline further. I'm not exactly sure what they're trying to go back and either uh, retrofit or if they're trying to establish something else. Like I don't I don't get the idea behind not jumping to go ahead present day and having like. Or closer to present day. Well, I mean, technically, and, they already are closer to present day by a yeah, lot. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I was thinking more of like pre Man of Steel. Like, just before Man of Steel were to happen. Um, like, that's probably what I'd be looking for, like around that time, not just like, okay, so we have here, then it's. Justice League and like uh, Timmy Tunnel will say now we're going back to 1984 for what? We don't know obviously but do, what do we have a date for Wonder Woman 2? Not it's going to be I've like 2019 2020 something, something like that I think it's 2019 I think 2019 because we're supposed to get the Flash movie next year that too I think it's supposed Aquaman to be Aquaman at the end of this year mm-hmm. yeah I think it's supposed to be like two DC films a year Honestly, like, I haven't heard, like, anything about Aquaman. Yeah. I almost forgot. That That's, was... what, November? Uh, yeah, either November or December. We haven't even seen a trailer. Uh, I thought there'd be, like, at least, like, you know, like, promo photos or something. But, like... Well, we are this... And we're, like, we six are, months out. We're almost... We're just at the six-month mark if it is December. But, yeah, if it's November, then we'll be on that. Um, I don't know. Obviously, DC's going to do things a little differently, but, well, in, I mean, gen- but, yeah, but in general, most movies, yeah, six months out, they're like, hey, get ready. However, At least photo. However, however, E3 and San Diego Comic-Con, like, honestly. You know, yeah, a lot of things, they do say a lot of stuff, big stuff so, for San Diego Comic-Con. So, like, honestly, yes, it's weird that we haven't heard anything, but Comic-Con's still coming. We can when still see a lot. 
I can't remember. July? No, it's usually... Well, it's usually like early, mid-August, I think, is when San Diego Comic-Con happens. July 19th through the 22nd. Well, I'll be a codfish. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, so we have a little over a month, month and a half um, till then, so... We'll get all that news. Uh, and now, um, we're going to jump here real quick because we'll just stick with uh, rolling on movie talk. Hasbro's planning for a new Power Rangers movie. Granted, like... I mean, the first one was, really like, overall, it. like, well-received. What do you think... Like, how do you think they'll... How they'll progress for the second one? Because they... We did get the end trailer... Or the, not the end trailer, like the end scene. End scene with Reed. Rita was still moving, right? That was it. Well, there was Rita, and then there was also Tommy. That's right. That's right. There was Tommy. Um. So, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting how this goes because the Power Rangers franchise has kind of been in a bit of a mix right now because Saban had sold them again. What? earlier this year so like a few months ago um not to mention shortly after the movie even though people enjoyed the movie like i, I don't know like i guess reviews and ratings necessarily weren't proved it to be the greatest so there was a lot of like uncertainty if we'll get a second one which they had at one point canceled doing the second one now it's back on and i don't know i honestly i want to see it yeah, and uh, I'd be definitely not for a second one. And the first they, one was a, a good watch. And they still haven't actually ta- cast Tommy, right? Because I know uh, Jason David Frank, for those of you that don't know who that name is, he played Tommy in the Power Rangers series. If you watch Power Rangers and don't know that name, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there are a lot of people that don't know a lot of stuff, and they watch everything. So, I mean, I wouldn't fault them, but I would fault them. Um... Okay. Jason David Frank, I remember that in an interview he was talking about it would be cool to have uh, a female Tommy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is like how they're going to approach it or if they're going to stick to tradition, not tradition, but they're just going to go ahead and cast uh, a male to play Tommy. Hmm. Either way, I mean, I mean, they've done, they, you know, they've done, they've done some things very, very differently. Like, I, I enjoyed the approach that they took to some of these characters. Anyways, it made it very, very different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> gave them some different backgrounds and um, capabilities and struggles and, you know. So, at this point, I think we'll be okay. I don't, I don't think anybody will freak out too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's always a pocket of people. Yeah. Yeah, there always is. But anyways... Um, now, let's talk some video games. Fallout 76 was announced, which a lot of people were super excited for because the Fallout franchise has been, uh, I think one of the most revered and loved properties to grace video games. Yup. And 76, while it will be a part of the installment, it's actually going to be like a pre- Fallout. Now, is this pre, like, the first one, or is this going to be, like, somewhere before, like, three? That's a good question. 
I don't know. Because, I mean, some of the fallouts, they kind of... Even Fallout 4, what year was it? It felt like the 70s. It felt like... I think it was. I don't know. It'll be interesting to kind of see how that all plays out. But, however, we'll get more information in E3, which is... United... Yeah, if that... Yeah, well, uh, it's Actually, on no, the 12th. next weekend. It's on the 12th. So well, pre- it officially starts on the 12th. But pre-E3 stuff starts pretty much next weekend. Mm-hmm. So, I wish we could have gone to EA Play. That would be nice. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> well, it's a heck of a time to think about wanting to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> people are super excited for it. Um... I don't think I've ever personally played Fallout, any of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Play Fallout 3. I think I played 4 a little bit. I played 3 and 4. But uh, Mookie's usually the guy that plays all the video game titles. Uh, he has his own Pip-Boy. Um, actually, or did he sell that? Who knows? Good question. Anyways, um... I'm just looking and we have a vault boy sitting in the corner of our room. <laughs> this is true. Um, but yeah, we're super excited for that. Also, Nintendo is actually making some pretty sweet moves. And we've been waiting for this for a long time. So, I think first and foremost, what we should know is Fortnite's coming to Switch. <laughs> Fortnite. Do you realize... Oh. So, first of all, already it's on, like, major consoles, and it's on PC. And then they had where they can uh, cross-play across, uh, or they can play across platforms. Platforms. Now they're coming in to Switch. Because do you know how a lot of, how many people were actually like, oh, I don't need an actual console, I have my Switch? Yep. Now they're tapping into that market. Like... Like, whether that was initiated by Fortnite or by Nintendo, like, Nintendo is playing hardball this year. Probably a lot more than Microsoft is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not trying to point any fingers, but, you know, hey. Now, I told Mookie repeatedly to talk to his boy Phil, uh, see what's going on over there. But we'll see. We'll see yeah. at E3 what they come up with. Um, but... Also, there's also Pokemon game coming for the Switch. It's Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah, there's Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Let's Go. And it's actually supposed to tie in with the Pokemon Go app. So this is the first time that, like, not only is it going to involve an app, you can play with a friend just, boom, right there, immediately. And tag team battle, immediately. Yeah, like, we haven't been asking for that for three years. You know, I finally deleted Pokemon Go off of my phone two weeks ago. And now, even though I haven't touched it in like a year. And now you're like, dang it. I might have. However, so here's the thing like, someone point, like, I've been watching kind of like some like takes on the trailer that was released. And some people are, are saying like, even though it might be able to be tied with Pokemon Go, that they think it's going to put your Pokemon that you caught in, like, a park. You don't get to use them in the game, like, the actual game. So then the question becomes, is it worth it? You know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool to, oh, I caught this Pokemon, and now it's just sitting in my park. Now, if you can interact with them, that's cool. If you can use them to maybe battle another friend, saying, okay, these are the Pokemon that I've caught from Pokemon Go. I can use these Pokemon to battle. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. That, then it kind of leaves a little more room for, okay, maybe it's worth getting the mobile app. Um, but then does that mean any Pokemon you previously caught are automatically at your disposal? Because then that's kind of unfair. Well, I say unfair, but these people have been grinding and so many people have fallen off. That Because here's, here's what I'm seeing. If you have been playing and you were at any of the events and you have a Ho-Oh to start off with versus someone's Pikachu. Uh, fair. Like, I'm sure they're like, let's put it like this. I'm sure there's some sort of like, if they're smart, they'd put like a hard cap, like anything caught before this date won't transfer. Not that you can't have them on Pokemon Go, but won't transfer. That means you gotta go hunting again. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Anyway, um, let us know what you think about the moves Nintendo is making, uh, especially with E3 coming up. This is the official, like, transition. Throwing in announcements about E3 coming up. Like we said, the pre-E3 stuff is happening next weekend or this weekend because it's coming out on Monday. Um, so that's the 9th and 10th. So that would be the Saturday, Sunday, 11th. E3 officially kicks off on June 12th. We'll have our boy, the GameStop Guru Tonks, on the show after E3. Like, we keep saying that. Did we actually confirm that with him? I, th- I thought Mookie did. I have. Okay, yeah. so we're in faith. Talks will be on here post E3 <laughs> to talk about, to dissect what happened over the week. So keep it locked. Stay with us so you can hear from the GameStop guru himself. But that being said, let's go ahead and jump into it. Each year... There's always one question people ask. Who did it better? Sony or Microsoft? And thanks to... I don't even know who leaked it. But we have what appears to be a list of the things Sony has lined up for their E3 spot. And it looks pretty... Yo, it looks pretty monstrous. So, like, like I don't, I don't know if there is a way for Microsoft to combat. So, so I've, I remember when when Mookie texted this, and I didn't get a chance to see it, and I felt like I wanted to give a reaction, like pull it up and give my reaction, like on the show. Yo, Xbox, what y'all gonna do? Because this is just unreal. Like, all the games we have been waiting for, pretty much, are going to be shown and given release dates and more games to be announced than we could ever think of. How many games? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 
15 games. That's nuts. Now this is now, on this list. Obviously, this is a leak, so we whether we take this a fact or not, take this with a grain of salt. Yes, but, but if this is what they're sticking to, if this is what actually is happening. However, some of these are pretty certain. Yeah, some of these are very very certain. Like obviously, we know Spider Man. We're gonna get more on that because September release yeah. date. Obviously, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts three. three. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two. Yes, because that's been talked about. Death Stranding has been talked about quite a bit. Days Gone's been talked about quite a bit. I don't know if uh, I heard about the Metal Gear Solid one. Um, that one's kind of like boom out of the blue, like it, it's, and then Final Fantasy VII remake, like that's at the point where like, it's been known about so long that it's going to be talked about every year until something actually happens. So, however, what's interesting with that is a supposed release date. This is going to make things interesting. So now, uh, I, I will say probably even though we have... 15 or so games that are either going to be uh, announced or we're getting release dates for. The one thing that's wild to me is it seems like they're going to be announcing PS2 and PS3 games for PS4. That's nuts. Because do you know how many, like, libraries that now opens up? Like, you, you boys are going to have to upgrade the storage. Because <laughs> uh, the one thing, like... Xbox, like, Microsoft, like, people, I was like, oh, we, backwards compatibility. We, we have access to all the games for, like, the 360 or the Xbox. We're now getting our PS2 and PS3 games. Instead of having them remastered for PS4, we're now getting their libraries. Or at least that's how I'm interpreting it. So does that mean they're going to send a patch update to be able to read old games, or do you have to buy a new system altogether? Because granted, anyways, we have to buy a new system anyways. Our system's getting old. PlayStation 5 is coming out soon. That's true, too. We assume they might say something at E3 about this. However, maybe. Maybe. We'll see, because uh, it's not... Like, I wonder if they're holding that closely. Or, because they have another conference coming up later this year, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, PSX. They might be saving it for that. That's true. I don't know, but like honestly, like guys, this list is just wild to look at. So Days Gone, Last of Us, Splinter Cell, Devil May Cry. You know, another Yakuza, Death Stranding, Spyro, which Spyro had been talked about on the internet just uh, in the last month. You know, another Metal Gear Solid, like you mentioned, Matt. So like. These are games that people are just like, yo, these are the games that, you know, we've been waiting for for a while, or hey, I'm excited to hear another one's coming, and we're still waiting on Xbox. Now, granted, this could be a powerhouse list, and it is, if this is true. You could still flub up an announcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, see, the thing is, like, Sony... Like, whether they have absolutely nothing, which they very rarely have absolutely nothing, uh, like, in terms of, like, to announce or to, like, to show for, uh, just over, like, the past five or six years, they've always, like, had something. They've had a couple of things. Like, their presentation game is on point, usually. So, like, knowing they have the content there, you already know it's going to be absolute heat. You know, you know what would be funny? 
And I really feel for it. I really, I, I genuinely would feel bad for Xbox if Sony comes out with this powerhouse list and then boom, all of a sudden, Nintendo's like, yeah. You know what? PlayStation, you made your run. We keep up with you. Xbox, what you got? Eat my dust. Like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, uh, almost like the, re- like the reversal of, uh, the Cinderella and her stepsisters like if her stepsisters were the ones always stunting like at the end of the day and like Cinderella is just like back there sweeping it up (laughs) can't do nothing that's Xbox right now Xbox is the Cinderella of the story if Cinderella never made it (laughs) that'd be interesting Uh, but it's it's really hard uh, obviously, we're, we're going to share this to the page just so you guys can see it. Um, it it's going to be really hard, it, especially with over the past year, the issues Xbox has had, uh, not only with retaining users, but even just with Xbox exclusive games and the content that they have. Mm-hmm. Now, the one shining light is they also are getting Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Xbox. Along with other you know games. What, but you, you know what's funny, though? I've talked to some of my friends, and one, they don't know what's coming out on the Xbox. They're like, hey, so I had an Xbox, but um, I mean, I remember playing it on PlayStation, so I just want to play it on PlayStation. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> that tells you a couple things. One, they cemented themselves so well with the PlayStation that nobody really, like, there will be people to play it on Xbox, but no one really wants to truly do that because yeah. it's just weird. And then two, PlayStation got some more sales coming. Like, <laughs> kudos to kudos to Kingdom Hearts and the PlayStation for really cementing themselves. But, so, it's absolutely outrageous. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh... Once we, I mean, you'll probably see this list by the time this episode's out anyways. Uh, let us know what you think of this lineup. Uh, do you think this is enough for PlayStation to go ahead and say, we got this in the bag? Do you think Microsoft's going to get left to the dust? Or do you think Xbox is secretly cooking something up and my boy Phil, or Mookie's boy Phil, is out here ready to stunt on all of us to make that Cinderella comeback? Go ahead and let us know. Tweet at us at Eman Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Eman Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, go ahead, like it, repost it, leave a comment, uh, subscribe if you're on iTunes Podcast, leave a rating. Let us know what you think of our podcast. Uh, if you give us five stars, we might shout you out. I mean, we probably will shout you out anyways. Uh, and then on Stitcher. I don't know what Stitcher's up to. Like, I don't know if you have to follow a station. I don't know if you have to like it or you can comment. You can follow the station. Is that just even more about nothing also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even more about nothing. We're also on Google Play. Subscribe there. Leave a rating. And then also don't forget to follow all our company stuff at White Noise LLC. That's W-H-I-T-E-N-O-I-Z LLC. It's been real hanging with you guys. Go ahead, uh, enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you guys next week.